Kalikimaka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. The sun will shine by day and all the stars at night. Merry, merry, merry Christmas to you. Let's uh, let's go to the bottom of the list. I have a screenshot here uh, from Loveline, which is Doctor Drew, Drew and Adam, Carolla, and Adam right? Carolla's uh, radio show slash TV show. Uh, someone writes in the comments. I love how Adam calls Conan a pussy here on his show, then later calls him a douchebag um, when he was talking to Christopher Titus. Sounds like Adam has some issues he needs resolved. Adam's actions in these two situations <laughs> prove that he is a douchebag. Yeah. Uh, and then someone else right below that, that says, Conan that. is a pussy. I am glad that bitch is gone from the Tonight Show. Oh my God. What the heck? <laughs> Um, people. I, I think that goes kind of hand in hand <laughs> with my uh, my note on my um, my paper says Corolla uh, envy anger. I think a lot of his his anger comes from probably being envious when he was growing up. It sounds like his childhood was kind of shitty, so he probably had envy of people with better childhoods. And then as he uh, went into adulthood and still was working shitty jobs. He probably had a lot of envy of those who weren't <laughs> working shitty yeah. jobs. And then he got into show business and probably has some envy of very successful people like Conan. Um, but because he wasn't having a lot of success or as much as he wanted or equal to other people, uh, sure that, that he has uh, envy in those yeah. situations too. So I think he just has... Um, I think anger issues that he he hasn't maybe addressed because he finds it useful in his his form of, yeah in his comedy his former work on on his podcast yeah. and doing stand-up and writing books i mean but conan is a little bit of a nicer person <laughs> i mean i haven't personally met him but based off of like the interviews and like the things that i've seen um, between both of Adam and Conan. I mean, Conan seems a little bit more, like, cooler, maybe? Or a I little bit more, like, approachable uh, and down-to-earth and, like, nice. And Adam is kind of a D-bag. He's a name-caller. <laughs> I'm a name-caller, too, sometimes. And he's always seems unsatisfied. And Yeah, it's just like <laughs> Nothing's he, good enough. yeah. I mean, uh, I've got a lot of things I could say about Adam Carolla. Like, I don't really like him that much as a person, but I'm I, not going to put out that negativity. I think some of the envy anger with him and Conan is that Conan is a Harvard graduate, and both his parents are uh, successful um, professionally. Um, so he's probably kind of envious of Conan's parents and yeah, Conan's upbringing, whole, yeah. Conan's education, Carolla's 
uh, parents were illiterate not. <laughs> and his parents are losers and poor uh, so there's there's that like oh and Conan's like higher in the kind of fame and s- success category around a lot longer too, so all though. these things I think kind of create a little bit of envy and you 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 want that and you're trying to get that and maybe you, you can't or you're struggling or you're not getting accepted in the same way all that stuff can take a toll so I, I try to be understanding of what people are going through but it doesn't mean you still have to put up with bad behavior and yeah. negativity and stuff like that which Kroll's kind of associated with a lot yeah next story new york times says the house on wednesday passed a 738 billion with a b billion dollar military policy bill that would billion. authorize the creation of the space force oh, championed okay. by president trump as the sixth branch of the military and secure paid parental leave for more than two million federal workers. Um, mm. <laughs> Interesting. That's a shit ton of money. That is a lot of money. I thought I had a part two to that. Um, it's one of the nation's most expensive military policy bills to date. Wow. That's um. Why do we have that's scary? We have a sixth of the space force, so they're trying to take the military guns and bullets and, and shit into space? missiles into space. That's why? great. Like why? So we can well, attack other people. Well, we gotta protect uh, protect the nation. Oh my protect God. Our, our citizens. Why don't we just stop fucking trying to have our fingers and everything? Why don't and worry we just about, stop killing? Why each can't other? we just worry about our own country and let the other well, that's fucking what countries worry about themselves? That's what they're trying to do? Oh, I got it. They're yeah, worrying about themselves. Yeah, we don't need all this shit and fucking space and stuff. Who who more is bullets, out in space bullets. right now shooting bullets at us? Like, come on. That that is so fucking much money. There's nothing else we could use this money towards, like education. Um, yeah, we could end poverty. Oh my we could, God, we, yeah. Everyone, Home, all the could homeless go to situations. S- everyone, like, yeah, we could probably end. Uh, well, that is poverty, homelessness, poverty, kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Probably uh, ever send everyone. I've heard that some stat like that before. We could s- send uh, everyone uh, to college for free, um, but instead we just keep pumping it to make more bullets. To kill more people, to invade more countries, to steal more shit. Yeah, it's insane. Under the guise of protection. We're, we're protecting the citizens. Okay, well, I don't feel not protected. So, what are you? What are you protecting me from? It's not like we have all this fucking shit happening on our street. We've been no, in. We've been in the Iraq and yeah. Afghan wars for 15 years. Why? Since I was in high school. Why do we still need to be there? Half my life, we've been in a fucking war. With these two countries that uh, we know nothing about as citizens, we don't really care about uh, as citizens, um, but yet we, our military, thousands and thousands of our military personnel are over there. Uh, we're dumping billions and billions and billions of dollars over there. Uh, and it's one thing after another, doesn't make sense, doesn't seem to have any benefit. People are dying. People are unhappy, mm-hmm. uh, but yet the government, who is supposed to represent us, c- continues doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again uh, yeah. with our money, and they're supposed to represent us. Or they want to spend billions of dollars want. building a wall across this invisible fucking piece of land <laughs> just to keep a certain ethnicity out. 
Yeah. It's like that shit is so pointless to me. Like either way, people are going to find a way to come to America. And even if we had like open borders, like or anything like that, like crime is never going to stop. There's always going to be people killing people, people hurting people, this, this and that. But like, why do we need to spend all this money thinking it's going to protect us? Like, it's so that's, silly. That's Use the story this they want for to tell. other things. Stop yeah. using it for military and all this stupid bullshit of we have to be in this war for 15 years. If no. They... If it's not over yet, you're not accomplishing <laughs> anything. Get the yeah. fuck out of there. Come home and actually use that money for shit here to benefit us here because we are paying taxes for here in the United States. I am not paying taxes for you to go live over in like Afghanistan uh, yeah. or Iran and shit and do all this fucking shit that really is not benefiting me. It's like you're protecting me, really? How, how are you protecting You're not us? even here. You're not protecting me. You're not here. Yeah, no one wants you there over there. Like none of the Af the Afghanistan uh, Afghanis, none of the Iraqis want us there. So why are we still there? Why do we have to have our fingers in this? <laughs> like, come home and if, worry about what's happening to us here. If they right asked, now. if they asked every U.S. voter how we should allocate uh, this one trillion dollar budget, I wonder how many people would actually pay. Be like war. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's let's do the military budget over education over infrastructure over uh, uh green energy other types of investment yeah. or whatever the fucking government is claiming they're they're doing with our like money i'd rather you put that billion i don't think a lot of people would, like our ocean i think that shit. would probably be like if there was a top five list it would probably be the fifth one down yeah i think the only people that would vote for it are probably the conservatives um the bible humpers who think it's god's will for us to 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 invade every country and convert everyone to be christians the same way muslims want to invade every country and convert everyone to be muslims not everyone uh i, I don't want to say everyone uh, <laughs> shit okay I, I i got one i want to talk about since we're kind of a little bit on this like subject a little bit so i took this story from npr and the headline is louisiana church filled a plane with holy water and blessed a whole community. So like what they sprayed it like a crop duster. Yeah. Yeah. What? So the actual little like clip of it says a Roman Catholic church in rural Louisiana has come up with a way to maximize its blessings, filling <laughs> up a cross crop duster plane oh full God. of holy water and misting the entire community. Quote, we can bless more area in a shorter amount of time, end quote, said one reverend. What does the blessing do? I'm sorry. Is there f factual evidence of the Where blessing? Where do y'all get this money from? <laughs> it sounds like something out of a movie. Like, you took people's tidings money and filled up a plane <laughs> of holy fucking water, and you're like, I'm just going to spray this whole community. Who asked for this? <laughs> yeah. You're forceful. Like, what? What if they were atheists? Like, I... I just thought that was a crazy story. Like, what? That shit just like blew my mind. I, I couldn't. I have And one. then the picture is like a priest and someone else and he's like reading a Bible out in like a field. Oh my God. Like this. What is wrong If people, people want to follow into this whole hoopla of religion and whatever, they can come to the church and they can fucking dip their hands in the holy water. <laughs> Why you got to fill up a plane and do it? That's 
seems like a huge waste of time, energy, and like efforts and supplies. Like now you just put all that gas and shit in the air for flying your crop duster to spray some holy water across <laughs> like probably tons of people who didn't yeah. ask for this shit. That some weird guy <laughs> did some weird <laughs> actions in front of you, moved his hand in front of and said some magical words. Right, and suddenly story. it's magical water. Oh yeah, and suddenly everyone's blessed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's one from the New York Post. That was interesting. Uh, it says, what was this for? I think this had something to do with um, with Trump and establishing he, he was trying to change something with like jews and israel like only only real jews are from israel or something like that what? yeah he was trying to like pass something like that um but the new york post had this weird article it says second the jews who object to the idea of jewry <laughs> being a nation jewry? are mainly disclosing their own illiteracy about our tradition the very first Jew, Abraham, was told by God, I will make of you a great nation, in Genesis 12, 2. The Bible is the story of a people liberated by God to build a nation. Their repeated expulsions from the nation they built didn't bring the mm. Jewish nationhood to an end, as it did for almost every people on earth whose land was taken from them. For two for two millennia, Jews existed as a stateless people. Their deepest connection was not to the diaspora lands where they resided, but to the tradition from which they came. Um, okay, well, I'm not Jewish, so I probably yeah, have no Jewish. business uh, giving my opinion, but I do have an opinion about uh, invoking the claim that God spoke to a guy named Abraham thousands and thousands of years ago. And they're posting that on the New York Post. And where's the proof? Yeah, where's the proof? I love how if all these, like, <laughs> it's always, like, thousands and thousands of years yeah. ago that all these people are claiming, like, God spoke to them, they saw God, this, this, and that. <laughs> and yet we all, well, not we all, but yet a, a lot of people still believe that, god exists and they follow all these religions and and whatnot but how comes we're no longer hearing these things oh, god spoke to me <laughs> yeah. god did this god it's, it's so like, convenient wait, this is the convenience how, thing it I, is convenient I referenced earlier because back then you had no way to prove any of this shit yeah. and now that you can prove this stuff there's no one's making these claims and if they are i'm not hearing about it but it's just like a lot of those people were probably doing psychedelics like, they were probably on magic mushrooms or smoking cannabis, all that shit or had uh, had like undiagnosed like medical yeah. issues where they are uh, hearing voices. They're they're uh, schizophrenic. Well, or, oh, let me take that back. Your sister did say God <laughs> spoke to her, so let me take that back. Um, yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's like you're claiming that you know that God, creator of the universe, had a conversation with some random guy named Abraham thousands and thousands of years ago well you weren't there for that conversation and there's no yeah, there's no proof there's no actual proof that this conversation happened we can't uh verify validate that so it's weird that people just so casually throw stuff out there and make these grandiose claims invoke Ooh, god nice word and grandiose. but they they aren't challenged on it no, everyone's just like, like oh, hey. it's, well, it's your magical belief and you have faith 
that this happened. Um, other than that, you, you have nothing. But I'm going to respect your beliefs that you believe in this fairy tale mm-hmm. as fact. Yeah. I'll, I'll respect that. I mean, people. It's like I don't. I don't really believe, have respect for people yeah. who who have faith or have uh, who practice a religion because it's kind of based on fairy tales and not really anything else. Yeah, I mean, there's really and, nothing and they to refuse like back to accept those things that. up, and they they will kind of do by any means. Uh, by any means necessary yeah they are willing to um try to convert you uh and they don't really view it as lying or manipulating but that's 100 percent what it is you're yeah. lying and manipulating and, and making unverifiable claims in order to make someone believe what you believe and it's crazy nothing else really functions that way yeah Exactly. Only like religion functions that way. Yeah, I couldn't do that with like with with like certain elements of my job. Like, oh no, no, no just take my word for it. Yeah, just no, 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 just no, no. believe me. Yeah, this yeah, is, this, yeah don't this is... don't don't like check that or don't yeah, go don't look go at that. It don't, or... Yeah, just take my word for it. Just believe believe it happened. Yeah, have faith in it. <laughs> Come on, just believe it. I just yeah, I that can't... stuff is bizarre to me. Like, I. I it's okay. Like I do understand that there's things that happen in the universe that will have no expl- explanation and this, this, and that. But I can't. But don't claim you know. Yeah, like I can't put like all my marbles in a bucket with something <laughs> that like I I really don't have any proof for. Like yeah, I can have an imagination and stuff, but why would I put like all of my everything into this thing that like I. There's no. You have a lifestyle. No Your whole lifestyle is based on, on something you can't scientifically back up. Yeah, and it's just all kind of like he your, said, she said, you're hearsay. Teaching, you're teaching your kids the same stuff, and so it's not just the adults. It's like you're you're telling the kids, you're telling strangers, other desperate, vulnerable people. And religion is such a crazy <sighs> thing to me. It's very disturbing when when I see it referenced in uh like publications that are supposed to be neutral or supposed to be providing uh providing the facts and providing information or education um and yet they allow these certain people to to get on there and use that platform to uh to talk about their kind of bullshit uh fantasy uh what? You Am should I gonna sign what? up for Christian singles, Christian, Christian mingle, mingle or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. <laughs> Let's go sign up. God. Go yeah, f- I should like. I should um. Maybe what, they'll help you believe. Like catfishing, <laughs> like catfishing, like reel them in, and like talk about all the Christian stuff that I was raised on. Try to make them think that I, I get it and I'm one of them. And, and then, then you'll then be like, "Haha, just it. kidding! Ha-ha, I don't." Pumped. <laughs> Punked. You got Christianed. <laughs> uh, here is one about uh, genius. 
the lyric website oh, rap genius or yeah, is it just called genius it used to be just it used to be called rap genius now it's just genius.com oh it started as rap genius now they do all lyrics i think oh, there's already like a thousand websites that have all the lyrics but anyway go ahead sorry yeah but this has like the meanings and oh stuff yeah yeah i forgot Gen- um, um i keep on but similar similar to wikipedia it's like supposed to be open sourced but it like the the moderators the main the people who kind of make it their full-time job to add lyrics or add information on wikipedia often will override the the kind of the newer uh, people so like me if i don't have if i'm not like a moderator if i don't have a lot of like edits on wikipedia or genius like if you just discovered it yeah if you don't have like a certain status yeah status um your shit can be like deleted Hmm. and that pisses me off so i can do research and verify this stuff attach links to back up my stuff and then some moderator can just come and delete it all and (laughs) say nope this doesn't this doesn't meet our uh standard or meet our requirements and it suddenly it just feel, it, it doesn't feel open source and it feels like an insider thing. Yeah, because someone's still trying to control it. Yeah, so what's the point of it? And this guy makes the same point. Um, his username is Solar Cross on uh, Genius. He said, I've been getting quite a few of these archived messages lately and I don't think as I understand the process now from reading this thread that it is very fair or the self appointed judges who judged my annotations are any expert on the music i've been listening to for years specifically nine inch nails lyrics there are so many drab and superficial interpretations on genius everywhere but especially on the singer songwriters who may delve deep into their metaphysical zone i see it as an inherent as inherent bias on genius.com to exclude those annotations that do not fit with any modern secular tone. Perhaps your team needs to launch a better way to analyze and store metadata such as non-conformist interpretations and annotations better than the archiving gone forever quote. Hmm. I suggest that when one hovers over the lyrics in question, the link breaks into subcategories ranging from literalist interpretations to extremely something else it cuts off um but he's kind of making my point that that you have these moderators kind of arbitrarily deciding yeah this one will stay ours will stay that we add yeah uh, and that we corrected and edited but uh, everyone else's uh will just delete even though they have like links of referrals and things like that it's still not good enough or like like i did one for an eminem lyric where he goes he does it like three times in the background at the end of his verse mm-hmm. and that has to be a reference to kanye west yeah because do kanye that? west does that that's his like i forget there's like a term for it in rap where like um tech nine goes and then eminem goes like everyone kind of has their own like almost like their catchphrase almost um Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. It'll come to me. And I know Ice what you're Cube, talking about. I think, goes <laughs> like or something like that. They all have like this you weird do it, thing. Put your back, get to it. <laughs> you, you hear Kick them it do it on a lot of their songs, and I I pointed that out that this is like mimicking Kanye West or something, and they they like archived it, which is like another term for deleting it. Yeah, they just deleted it. 
And I thought it was like, and it wasn't like, this doesn't have to be an official. Can I just say, this what doesn't is the, have to be the headline of the the lyric yeah. uh, definition or information behind the lyric. It could be at the bottom still, but why delete it? Like, why yeah. not let other people like, oh, yeah, like that is like Kanye West. Why not yeah. the, let them decide or, or uh, figure it out for themselves? What were you going to say? I was just going to, um, actually, I kind of lost my train of thought. It really <laughs> wasn't anything important. So. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. I wanted to finish Oh, no, point. it's fine. I was being rude and I was trying to interrupt you, um, but I like li- I literally did like lose my train of thought. So okay, I'm drinking water right now. Okay, well I've got a news story that I can talk about. Let okay. me get back up in her. Well, while you're doing that, I have a news story over here I want to talk about. Okay, well you go right on ahead because I got to scroll through a few photos. Oh, so, what you got? What you got? Okay, just kidding. I've got it. <laughs> Um, so I saw this post, um, the other day, ABC 10, which is a San Diego, uh, local news station posted this story about, um, cancer causing chemical oozes onto Michigan highway. Um, so the authorities in Michigan say the cancerous chemical, and I'm sorry, I'm probably going to slaughter the name of this, um, hexavalent chrome, chromium leaked from a commercial building and into a drain that empties onto a busy highway. First off, I would love to know what the fuck this building is doing, that they have this <laughs> chemical in there. Um, yeah. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I really didn't click the story. Um, I'm sure they told us maybe the name of the building. But that's crazy that this shit just leaks from the building into a pipe onto like a highway and that shit's gonna like spray onto your car Mm. maybe someone's i mean i hope no one's biking on the highway but people are crazy and they do weird shit like that or if your windows are open and it like splatters into you like whoa what 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 do we need these chemicals for like this is crazy i don't understand why why the picture looks insane too like why we have any chemicals well that that's a lot it looks like a water main. Like, it's not oozing. It's, like, yeah. full-on, like, flowing. It looks like a fire hydrant, like, <laughs> was opened up. Like a fire hydrant was, like, leaking or something. I, I find it sad that in our society that we don't, we haven't found ways to to accomplish what we need to accomplish without the use of toxic uh, chemicals and stuff. Uh, like, when I worked at Allstate, we, we used, use we used the lubricant and all the lathes and the mills. Well, not the mills, just the lathes. And uh, that stuff would like splatter on my eyes oh, and yeah. my skin, and I would have like breakouts and like weird like um like little holes being burnt through your clothes and shit because it's like eating materials. No, and... never had that. Well, I'm just saying you like there are people who work at places <laughs> that that happens. So, like at Allstate, we would not the insurance company. We would yeah. <laughs> this is this was the manufacturing job I had. Uh, we made like plastic parts for John Deere tractors and stuff like that. Um so we would the the plastic would be carved in the machine and they use lubrication to keep it cool, to keep the blade cool and to cut smoothly and then you take the, all that out and you throw it in the trash. And as your trash builds up, you go dump your trash can into the dumpster and then so you pour all this plastic soaked like chemical soaked plastic into the dumpster and then there's like a lot of chemicals that drip to the bottom of the dumpster so there's a lot of liquid in there on top of the plastic and all the other shit in there and then they take all that stuff and guess what they go dump it in the earth 
My and God, all that stuff yeah. just it gets into the water table or it gets into the the, the ecosystem uh, and kills animals, affects the, the vegetation and the, the animal life. Uh, it's disgusting though. I always feel guilty like it, yeah, it is. Doing it that. is it's crazy. So much waste that... and all this stuff that we don't know the impact or how it's what it's gonna do. We just throw it in a fucking hole. Yeah, and we don't a lot of people don't care to even think about the effects it has. And then they all like want to bitch that our world is falling apart because we're using all these crazy chemicals that we don't even understand what they do what they're about what they're for and we just where it's throw going them away. how it's leaking with all the plastic <laughs> yeah. in the ocean i mean i'm glad that there are some companies who are trying to reduce that especially out here in california i'm sure plenty of other states probably haven't reached those parts yet but like banning plastic straws and like plastic bags and styrofoam and things like that i mean it kind of starting to feel a little little too late but at least yeah. like we're trying to kind of make a change. We've we understand a little bit on some of these things the impact that they'll have on on the earth yeah. that's already dying. And I think it's funny the people who complain like, oh, let the consumers decide. You know why are they passing? Why is New York City passing their consumers are their dumb big as fuck. gulp? Uh, like oh, we can't have. Uh, soda cups, like fountain drink cups, bigger than sixty-four ounces. Yeah, but why do you need them that whatever. big? Why do you need to drink that much soda? Drink fucking water. It's and good I, for you. <laughs> I agree. Like, I don't want like every single thing to be regulated, but at the same time, like, if the companies and the consumers are not going to curb their bad behavior by by uh, throwing out their Starbucks cups. Uh, in the street or Whoa. plastic straws being everywhere or plastic bags being everywhere and drifting around in the wind if that stuff isn't going to be stopped by like willingly by the consumer and the uh, the businesses creating this these products putting the products out there then yeah we do need some sort of regulation yeah. to stop this bullshit and at some point it it is kind of up to the business and the manufacturers to kind of draw that line because Obviously, they see that. But they're not going to do it people because don't they're know motivated. how to properly dispose of things. They're motivated by profit, though. They're not motivated yeah, by doing uh, what's best for everyone. Okay, but if you take if you take like restaurants, for example, you can profit just as much from having a breakable, like decomposable cardboard <laughs> tray versus a non-breakable styrofoam tray. Like that's not going to make that big of a difference. Like, but it's it's better for the earth. Well, one's probably fifty cents. Uh, the cardboard Ooh, is probably fifty oh cents, and the styrofoam is five no. cents. Oh no! So that puts a forty-five cent um a hit on our profit margins. Yeah, but these companies make so much fucking money. It doesn't matter because <laughs> well, they, they act like they're gonna lose billions and billions and billions of dollars by making this small change when really. It's probably most Actually, likely going to barely make a dent. But how are they going to afford to pay all their middle management if, oh, if they have to... Poor things. Uh, if they have to uh, increase their costs. Uh, to, stop paying your CEOs uh, and your CFOs hundreds of millions of dollars a year for fucking doing nothing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's generalizing. I'm just... Okay, uh, I work... Uh, look... Uh, I work uh, in the retail business, which I'm like a vegan, and I love to talk about that. I work in retail because um, oh, yeah. vegans love to talk about how they're vegan. <laughs> um, I work in the retail business. I yep, see I see a lot of the tiers 
that are very, very unnecessary throughout every retail business I have worked with. The middle with. management above you. Yeah, like the people above me, and, the people above them, yeah. the people above them, and then you get up into the high, high, high people. Those high, high, high people who sit in fucking offices all day, like just bullshitting around, doing this, this, and that, making these dumb little videos about how can you connect with your customer and this, this, and that. That shit's so unnecessary. <laughs> I come here. I know my job is to connect with the customer. I'm working in a customer-based job. Yeah. No fucking shit. I know how to talk to people. Why do you need to spend 20 minutes making a video for me to waste 20 minutes watching this video <laughs> on how to talk to a customer? Why? I already know how to do that. Why don't? Why do you <laughs> think there's so many middle managers, and why? Why don't the top executives directly? interact with you guys with you with oh because the they're store, too good for us now with the store manager and with all the other employees because we, they need to have that hierarchy to make themselves feel like they're delegate, extremely delegate. important and they need to have all these people above them because they want that title of power because the delegation uh it, does that empower them or something like, i think so like if i if i have so much or if i if I convince myself that I have so much or that it has to be ran this way, that the company has to be ran this way, I, I have to delegate all this stuff and that makes me important and that makes uh, us seem more important, like there's more value to the company um, because I, there's just, I can't do all this stuff myself. I have to delegate all this stuff. So then they just like build, like they make this big cocoon of of middle managers i guess i don't understand <laughs> like, I, I mean i really why don't, don't they want to do it themselves if you really give a fuck about the company that you are the executive of why aren't you interacting directly with your sales team and the, the lower the the they're um, too good for that the new hires like, they, what's the fuck i don't know you're not helping they with any have, of your titles they have um Two high class of titles that they cannot, they, I feel like when in their minds think like, well, why would I deal with like the lowly management when I'm like an executive? Like I can get other people to do that. Bring success to the company if they, if they're in charge of policy or whatever, wouldn't they want direct without all these other people in the middle that can twist things or give inaccurate information? Why don't they just get rid of all those and interact directly with the people who are doing the work um, and operate the company that way? I don't. I've never understood why sense. why That's companies why. have so many middle management. Yeah, I, honestly, I don't know. Like it, it, uh, it just seems like. Um, it just seems like busy like, work, like yeah, filler like shit. bullshit. It really does. Like, and then exactly like you have all these like executives and like CFO, CEOs, directors, whatever. Who never step foot in stores, <laughs> yeah. but they want you to run it this super specific well, yeah, yeah. way. All the and policy then, is coming from them. Yeah, and, and then and they don't even of, understand the customer. The policy doesn't even make sense, like ninety percent of the time. Oh no, it really doesn't. And then they want to sit here and talk like, like they're in stores every day and they understand the customer and they understand how they shop and how they think. But it's like, you people don't step foot into any of these stores. You really don't understand what happens on a day-to-day -day basis in any of these stores. And they've never asked. They've never, they, never yeah, met them. They don't care. They don't they come don't and ask. ask. Like, they don't look to get to know you. What's working? What's not working? They don't, like, what? And and you, you really think that the 
the store manager is going to accurately communicate everyone's feedback mm. to the no. to their to their superior and then that superior is going to accurately communicate all the feedback oh, to their superior no, and all, all the way down the it. chain yeah no. no i don't believe that because they all bit. bullshit it and they paint it's hard this enough like doing perfect it with story like a few people with a handful like yeah. like like the telephone game or whatever that's called mm-hmm. um it's it, you can't like the bigger the group gets the the, the harder more it is. like convoluted like it yeah. gets yeah so i don't know I, I did it again i don't know i don't know stop you do know you're just putting an opinion on it but i, I, don't I mean i really move. don't know how do i how to transition it's yeah. a transition thing how do oh, i transition is, yeah. to the next topic you just jump right in i don't know i don't know i don't know here's one uh, i don't know what website this is from uh but it's uh <laughs> about nick cannon your favorite rapper ever oh, and eminem my favorite <laughs> rapper ever. nick cannon uh, can you can you give a little backstory here before you jump in what did nick cannon do uh he put out a diss track okay um on eminem on so eminem. he was dissing eminem um em- i've heard this diss track eminem <laughs> Had a uh, relationship with Mariah Carey years ago. Who's the mother of Nick Cannon's twins. And Nick Cannon uh, ended up marrying uh, Mariah Carey. So then Eminem, uh, he put up bagpipes or bagpipes bagpipes from from Baghdad, I think is the name of the song, on his relapse album. Where he kind of, it's like a whole song about Mariah Carey and he kind of disses Nick Cannon a little bit in there. Um... And then Nick Cannon's kind of talked shit back at Eminem over the years. And then the the beef, I guess, has resurfaced and when Eminem dissed uh, M- M- Nick Cannon again oh. on a uh, fuck a Fat Joe song mm. called Lord Above or something like that. I don't listen to Fat Joe, so I don't know. And then Nick Cannon put out like a diss track dissing Eminem, and then he put out a second Weak. one. I think he's put out three now, all dissing Eminem. Oh my god! And it's funny because I don't know any Nick Cannon rap songs. God, Nick Cannon's—he's not such a rapper, a right? Bitch. He's like a host. Um, I th- I want to say maybe like in the '90s or early 2000s. Like drumline, he tried to like be into music or something i don't know but i've only ever really noticed him as like he's hosted like weak ass shit like dumb shit that i'm not interested America's in got talent wild enough i mean if you're interested in those things cool i don't judge you but i, I personally I'll judge you. i dislike all of those things i mean wild and out was okay that was an okay no, show i, didn't I like laughed it. at a few of the nope. episodes but like he's not like really that talented in my opinion yeah and and <laughs> social media like eviscerated him and was like oh god like this, this is so corny like, like why bro, is he even you didn't trying learn from machine gun <laughs> kelly when he got like his ass like handed to him so in the explicit song canon accuses eminem of getting facelifts like an instagram whore <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and and he claims uh, and for voting for president trump he claims Eminem voted for Trump. Even though he released the whole <laughs> diss thing on Trump on that, like, BET thing. Yeah. And has, like, vocally been... Ew, there's, a, like, a buggy in here. Um, has, like, actively, like, talked shit about Trump. But yet you think he voted for him. Okay. <laughs> awesome. 
Great, uh, great talent you got there, <laughs> Nick Cannon. What's this say? Here's a quote. A, a lot of people probably hate me for this, but I don't really give a fuck about that. Uh, but it, it was like one of those moments where you have two dudes and they're about to announce who's the winner. And then they hold Machine Gun Kelly's hand up and Eminem's like, no fucking way. And everybody's like, boo. He barely won that, but I enjoyed it. That's hip hop. He isn't the only one who picked MGK as the winner on the cards. Oh, so this is the game. This is a quote from the game. The game. The game. The game. I haven't heard. Who is affiliated with G Unit and Fifty Cent and Dr. Dre? Who is all affiliated with Eminem? Yes. Um. Uh. Said this. He 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 thinks that Machine Gun Kelly won the the beef the what? like the diss beef between uh eminem and machine gun kelly uh, he says mgk won i disagree <laughs> and I i'm a little disappointed at the fact that the game would say that but okay anyway i think it's some of that envy anger probably because he didn't get as like because he did like one track with eminem and then dr dre and eminem uh, kind of distanced themselves from fifty or from Game when he be, when Game began uh, beefing with Fifty Cent. Mm. So then they they kind of were like, oh, uh, we're we're gonna kind of stay on Fifty's yeah. side for this thing because Game is he's hostile. He's he, a, yeah, he's a gangster rapper. Music, yeah, he's a uh, that's the that's what he, the. The, the energy, the vibes he wants to yeah, put out there. Vibes. I thought it was weird, though. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Does the game even make music still? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard anything for, uh, for a couple years, but I think I have all his albums up to, like, 2015 or something. I think one of the most recent ones he had was called Jesus Peace or some shit like that. Or heard of it. Yeah. All these fucking rappers trying to Stay relevant. Use god and jesus and religion like kanye west as like a way to stay relevant or to increase their fan base then like little wayne didn't do anything like that too did he no No. okay Uh, a little bit more on that rap the (laughs) the fat eminem nick cannon thing you guys mgk Uh, tmz caught fat joe um and we're interviewing him and one of the comments on that that tmz video was Epstein didn't kill himself, but Nick Cannon did. <laughs> I still like that quote. <laughs> I think that's so funny. And uh, this other one was, y'all may not like Eminem, but ain't nobody got Nick Cannon in their top 100. Mm-hmm. Very true. Like I said, I've never, I don't know a Nick Cannon album. I don't know mm-hmm. a Nick Cannon song, but yet he's hopping in the ring trying to take on I know Nick Cannon the as biggest a host. of all time. I was going to say one of the biggest, but he is the biggest. He has the highest. He has some of the highest album sales. Period. But he he's definitely the highest hip hop album sales. Uh, period. And tons of records for yeah. like fastest selling or biggest selling. Lots of records. Nick Cannon, um, go back to hosting. <laughs> it's just comedy. It's cheesy. Go back to it's, Carey. it's an attention thing. Eminem Take said himself like, "Get off my off. dick!" Like he's trying to get. He's trying to get fame or more attention by by latching on to someone who's to bigger yeah. and more popular than him. Which I kind of feel like Machine Gun Kelly did a little bit. Because yeah, look definitely. at how much people were talking about him during that whole thing. Yeah. And I feel like that is the most <laughs> yeah. I've ever yeah. heard about Machine yeah. Gun Kelly in the whole time he's been around. Yeah. I couldn't tell you an, an MGK oh, song. Oh, yeah. I couldn't either. I, no. No. 
like I didn't even know what the bro looked like until like I watched that shitty ass Diz video he did. It's crazy that people like that have a fan base. That Nick Cannon has a fan base. Oh, that God. that Machine Gun Kelly has a fan base. I mean, like, I, what I are they into so many different things? And I guess a lot of people probably also don't really get into like some of their personal lives because like there's like celebrities and stuff i'm interested in but i'm pretty sure like if i like like really paid attention to their personal lives i'd probably be like eh, i don't want to like be interested in you anymore so i don't want to like lose that you know by judging someone um but some of these people who have fan bases i'm just like well even taking their personal lives out of it bleed. just yeah just basing it on what content they're putting out there there's some shitty ass content you're, you're out there. You're telling too. me that people actually like the sound of, of MGK. They like his beats. They like his his voice. They like his flow and his writing. Oh man, does or he or like Nick that? Cannon, and it's just like, whoa, what, what? Like, how do you? Who? I actually, have one song. How I is this appealing? Think this is this is entertainment. You you yeah. have a good feeling. You enjoy this. You're gonna finish the song and hit re replay. Yeah. Repeat. Like f I don't understand. Like. Yeah, there's very few artists I feel like I can do that. Like, like I can all just your repeat music. Their, oh, okay. <laughs> like, okay. that's me. <laughs> that's, yeah, because you don't really like my music, but I tolerate your music. Um, it's not horrible, but there's some songs that you play that I'm just like, this is trash. Like, I don't like this. Um, do it, But are they songs that I am like, yeah, I like this? I like, or are they songs um, that like I like They're probably like songs you're like on the fence about. But I don't think, <laughs> like, there's some that you play that you play all the way through and you don't skip them and you don't say anything about like, oh, I'm going to take this off my playlist yeah. or whatever. That I'm kind of just like, oof, I probably would not replay that song. Wow. Um, but it's just, I mean, what it's just different perspectives, different music interests. Yeah, but you're into a different genre of music than I am into. Um, but I do think I might actually have a Machine Gun Kelly song, <laughs> but I don't know if it is him or like I, I can hear like the beat in my head and I don't remember the name of the song. Why are you lying, man? But you I call think, him Kelly. You just call him Kelly. Yeah, I'm like, what's so cool up, brother Kelly? <laughs> you my friend. No. I will find out if that is a Machine Gun Kelly song. If it is, it is only because I do like the beat. Here's one completely off hip hop. This is about rubber tires. Ru oh, rubber tires. <laughs> your, okay. Your, your My vehicle, favorite. Your vehicle tires. We were talking a little bit about run flat tires. Oh yeah. I've heard yeah. these uh, before. But I've never seriously looked into buying them. Run uh, flat tires. Um, but I'm considering getting some. Uh, when I replace my tires or our tires whenever the time comes uh, So if you get like if you run over a nail or a screw the run flats Will allow you to drive on a flat tire for up to about a hundred miles without damaging your wheels Interesting uh, a lot of it says a lot of BMWs Cadillacs and Mercedes and Toyotas have them um Toyota, I've, I've never, Toyota, yeah, Toyota. I've never had one or a car that has those types. Is it of tires. pronounced Toyota or Toyota? Because you pronounce it Toyota, but I pronounce it Toyota. Is uh, it kind of like potato, potato? Yeah. I think, I think it's just kind of <laughs> whoever you grow up hearing say yeah, it, I you guess. end up saying it that way. I'm just, I was just curious. Yeah, I think I'm just, I don't know. Toyota sounds kind of weird to me. It does kind of But that's how weird, it's spelled. Huh? Oh well. Anyway, toy. sorry. I just go think ahead. Of toys. <laughs> toys. Yeah. Uh, so that might be something. For, toy for Yodas. Yoda. Oh. Like 
<laughs> Baby Yoda. Baby Toyotas. Yeah. Uh, that might be something for you people out there. If you guys need Check new tires, yeah. if you don't have a flat tire, or if you don't have a spare tire, if you are paranoid about flat tires, if you don't have roadside assistance, or if you don't want to mess with like the run flat gooey God, stuff. Especially the California drivers, because we find how many like nails and screws and shit oh, in yeah. the road every time we go on a walk. Guys, what, what the fuck? I don't, where are these coming from? Are they <laughs> like, the construction crews? Like, do y'all just throw nails out your windows? Why are, like, what the fuck? Why are these unsecured? Uh, bolts and nails yeah and nails screws. and screws the sharp things just flying out of your fucking cars yeah your trucks so many on the road like where did these come from <laughs> yeah it's like literally like people are just like tossing them out their windows or some shit because i feel like we we find pretty decent amounts between like the areas that we walk and they're not like falling off the cars yeah because no the cars have like the uh, lug like the lug uh, nuts like the lug bolt things they yeah. don't have they don't use like phillips and flathead screw like they're legit like screws that you would like screw into your yeah. wall to like hang up a picture yeah like drywall or, like, yeah or something uh, it's, it's crazy bizarre. though but that that's something i'm considering i thought that was cool something they said that the sealant like if you put the goo in it for a flat tire it could ruin your uh uh it could make it unrepairable um, and you'd have to buy a whole new tire yeah, at that point so yeah so the the, the fix a flat or whatever it's called um might not be a great option then they might charge you more money to clean it off like your your hubcap or your wheel um and what was the other oh the self-sealing tires uh is another option so um they they try to stop the air from getting out of the tire uh, if so, if it gets punctured, it's like some material that kind of closes around it more. Mm. So maybe, I don't know how that would work. Maybe kind of a softer yeah. material inside and harder on the outside. But uh, both of those sounded like cool options to try. Um, prevents a blowout. Yeah, something interesting. I've never even heard about any of those before. Yeah, yeah. prevents having to, like, I've had to change a tire. On the freeway once, once, right? Once on the highway, which was scary it was like really fucking early in the morning too it was like six o'clock and then in, in the winter and then back in iowa right? back in iowa yeah. and then i've had to change another one at allstate when i left i like got off work i worked overnight got off in the morning was going to go home and i had a fucking flat tire and had to change my tire again in the fucking winter that just sucks yeah it's so goddamn cold over shit. there yeah your, your hands are numb the tires like stuck on the wheel mm -hmm. and won't come off uh or you have this little tiny ass jack trying to lift oh this like two three thousand pound car, car. <laughs> yeah not fun very dangerous yeah. very um i feel like i'd rather pay a little bit of money up front to avoid all that stuff yeah. um than to be stuck with having to deal with it yeah and, and screw over future dave and Future as a girl, me. I just am very grateful I have roadside assistance because I, for the life of me, probably could not change a tire. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, what is this? Oh, here's a... Those are things I do not need to know, okay? Here's... What men are for. Wow, sexist. I know. It is sexist. Adam Carolla would not be very happy with... Adam Carolla can kiss abilities. my womanly ass, okay? 
Speaking of Adam Carolla, his movie No Safe Spaces, I have a few reviews for uh, for that on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, is he in it, or is like did he like? Well, it's a documentary, so he oh, okay. he is in it, but he also uh, I think. I don't know if he has directed. I feel like I've heard it. you mention it, but I honestly have no idea what it is. Like, it's a movie. That's I all I know. I told you what it was. It was about, it's about safe spaces or something, which are areas on college campuses, which are supposed to be, like, free of oh, hate speech. Oh, yeah. Or okay. I do like remember you telling me about this now. Or something. Uh, again, I, I encourage hear... everyone to, to research it yourself. Yeah. Um, but... Here's some of the reviews or the headlines of the reviews. Here's the Los Angeles Times. They say, ironically, for a film dealing with freedom of speech, one side seems to be doing all the talking. Oh, And that side is the conservative side because I think that's the majority of the people they have in that movie. Conservative side. Uh... The Denver Post says it argues for common sense and values while railing against dogma. But what is one person's dogma except someone else's common sense and values. Mm. thought that was very astute. Uh, very astute. Uh, that's something I've thought about, uh, like, Christianity. Like, I, I rail against Christianity because I was raised in it, and I disavow it, and I don't agree with it anymore. Um, but other people will... Uh, so, to me, that's a dogma now. I'm railing against that dogma. But to Christians, that is their common sense and that is their values. Yeah, yeah. So, you can't talk sense to people like that because they're already convinced that yeah, it's like our views, yeah, our <laughs> views, like Trump views, he views himself as as so intelligent, so smart. Such a great businessman. My head is so, I'm my brain genius. is the biggest brain ever. I'm the best. Everybody loves me. <laughs> Nobody hates me. So they Sorry, have they have like resist. this high opinion of themselves, and and these are their values and their common sense. Um, if you're a Trump supporter, I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't agree with you. <laughs> so yeah, how do you how do you how do you have a conversation like yeah. that? How do you talk to crazy people? I mean, you really can't. <laughs> Uh, but it's from, always going to be that way. It's always going to be an argument of, well, you're crazy and I'm not. And they're going to be like, well, you're crazy and I'm not. So it's always going to be that different like view, like perspectives. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's all just based on how people are raised and shit and what they choose to question and not question. And Well, you can always change that. Yeah. You can and if they're close-minded enough that they don't want to question shit, like I'm not arguing with your dumb ass. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Learn to open up your brain hole and like <laughs> accept other things. And, I, and I have almost no, no patience for those people anymore just because I grew up in that world and know the bullshit. And I know like the tactics that they use mm-hmm. and the manipulation so i have no patience for it i i i I see it everywhere the people are trying to use their 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 extreme point of view or their dogma and and, and use it as uh as their values so is it just spelled like this is common sense d-o-g-m-a yeah dogma so it's literally pronounced as okay you know i don't really think i've ever really heard that word there's a movie called dogma by kevin smith oh okay that is i thought we watched it together i think ben affleck is in it and 
I think it kind of makes fun of, of, of religion a little bit, but I forget. Uh, look it up if you're interested. Uh, not a huge Kevin Smith fan of, not a huge fan of his movies, but uh, he's a cool guy. I like, I like listening to him. He seems like a cool guy to kind of hang out with. Uh, the AV Club says about no safe spaces. This isn't an art. This is not an argument for free speech. It's just paranoid whining, <laughs> complete with a roundtable of comics sympathetically agreeing how sad and scary this all is plus images of the statue of liberty with tape over its mouth (laughs) (laughs) i love how all these people like who have the power to like change things just sit there and continue to talk about the problems but they never talk about like how can we overcome these problems like how can we what are the solutions probably what the whole documentary is about well, I'm just saying, but again, they maybe seem not to, in this one, but I yeah. do see it a lot. Is like you have these people who make these arguments. Well, we have this problem, we have this problem, we have this issue, blah blah blah. But like, no one actually ever talks about like, okay, Solutions. so how do we fix it? How yeah. do we come out of this well, that's, problem? That's what I would say. Like 95 percent of of the political uh talk shows uh like cnn they have these political pundits come on and experts and uh this is the former whatever of whatever and they come on and all they do is just talk about their opinions well i think this will probably happen or i don't think this is and um yeah it's what was my point tell me I don't know. I cannot read your brain. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not oh, a brain oh, hole reader. So they, they talk, and it's just rhetoric, words, words, words. They don't usually talk about solutions or actionable tasks, things to do. Uh, they just kind of complain. They just kind of whine and make noise with their mouth, oh flapping God. their tongue, blah, blah, like blah. Like we do. Yeah. <laughs> no, I try to actually provide something. Some kind of solution, yeah. Um, yes, or, or at least put things in contrast and i don't i don't know i just i i've watched those conversations on those political shows and never never really gotten anything of value from them i don't think anyone goes on there actually trying to make a difference or uh, uh have actionable change yeah um, uh, up in front and center where they're this is priority we need to be doing this. It just kind of is always just rhetoric, rhetoric, rhetoric. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. This is from the Denver Post. It says, truly radical movements in any direction share more than one another. Share more with one another than centrism. But the problem with defining free speech is agreeing upon where yours ends and mine begins. Frequently, the film asserts that words have power. Why else would you want to make sure colleges are hosting conservative speakers? But then hedges the assertion by saying people are too readily offended these days. So which is it? Mm, Okay, I can kind of see. People are really easily offended these days, though. And... So words have power. Yeah. Is what they're saying. I mean, words do have power. But then they say, everyone is too offended these days. So that's why they're asking, which is it? Yeah, which is it? How are they too offended if words have power? I don't know. And that's that's my issue with Corolla right there. Is that 
just kind of he's very contradictory con- too. a lot of contradictions yeah. a lot of kind of hypocrisy and you're like why are you like why are you like on a hundred about this topic like you're 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 worked up and and upset but then immediately after he like contradicts himself or something and you're just kind of like, like how you speak on your opinions and say well i don't know <laughs> maybe it's well that's like invalidation that's that's not so much like talking out of both sides i don't know i'm probably guilty of it too yeah. talking out of I'm both sure sides of my mouth is, yeah that's something i have noticed with him though is like he he talks about how everyone's you know snowflake and and um he should be able to call people names and talk about what it, and say whatever he wants um but then it's is saying that words have power. I mean, name calling isn't really like um an admirable quality to have. Like yeah, you should be able to have free speech and say what you think about people, but do you really need to like call them a name? Like yeah. call them a dumbass or a pussy or whatever. Like, and then say, well, you're stop being offended, but my words have power. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's like, okay, but you're unnecessarily calling me a name, so I'm not supposed to be offended. I'm supposed to just, like, what, be like, oh, yeah, okay, you're right. I am a pussy. <laughs> my bad. And not be offended? Like, what? Some more they say, student protests seem to be the root of this evil, but belittling youth movements is a particular brand of short-sightedness. It's not all students, the documentary seems to say. Just the progressive ones. (laughs) These terms, honestly, over time, like, confuse me. They say that the movie argues that ideals and voices are being silenced at an alarming rate. A glance at national politics. But a glance at the national politics, the popularity of Fox News, the decline of print journalism, and Corolla and... uh, Prager's own fortunes would seem to undercut that. That's probably why the film doesn't include much or any of that context. Mm. That's another good point, is that they do seem to be very up in arms about oh, oh, the 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 liptards, the snowflakes are trying to silence the conservative right. Um, uh, but yeah, look at the national, look at who got elected. Yeah. Look at the popularity of Fox News. Look at the decline of print journalism. And look at Corolla and um, Dennis Prager's own wealth and success that they've achieved. And it seems to all undercut their own point of, of trying to say that the, uh, the liberal progressive movement is destroying uh, the country's pr- uh, conservative roots... Uh, I bet you Corolla voted for Trump. <laughs> probably. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever heard him say who he voted for. Probably won't tell anybody, but I bet you that's who he voted for. Uh, almost done with this one. No Safe Spaces doesn't hide that it's yet another mouthpiece for Corolla and Prager, as well as Fox News hosts, conservative okay. politicians, Ben Shapiro, Candace Owens, and Jordan Peterson. And that's presumably because the director feels everyone needs to hear what they're saying. Yeah, but they don't want to hear what everyone else is saying. <laughs> they just want you to hear what they're saying. Because what they're saying is so much more important to them. Yeah. <sighs> uh, this is why I try to stay away from politics. Because it's all just like, my way, my way, my way. Everything I say is right. Do you Everything think people I say that about me right. and about us on this show? I, think, I, I feel like I'm pretty centered. Like, I mean, I rail against 
conservatives, I think, more because that's the lifestyle I grew up with as a kid and through high school. Well, yeah, I mean, my you've parents had, like, are a very conservative. Personal experience still with are. it, yeah. So but I've uh, I've I've kind of learned a lot of what's broken about that type of thinking. Yeah. I, I mean, I think I'm sure that there are some people who would probably think that about our show. Like, oh, you guys are very, like, focused on, like, this or you guys trash on this a lot. But I think if you factor in, like, our upbringing and, you know, the people who claimed certain parties that we were associated with and we see the, the way that they think and we see what's broken in these systems, like, we explore both ways, I think. At least I try to kind of like, yeah, there's some things that I might agree with with one party that I think the other party is doing wrong, but, like, I don't claim one over the other. I kind of try to stay impartial, and I... Yeah, and I feel I, very independent. I just want to do what's right. And what makes sense. And what seems to work. And what's actually <laughs> going to be beneficial and like what works. But when you see Corolla or Trump or whatever who seem very stuck on one fucking thing and they're so close-minded. Their way and, or no way. Yeah, it's their way or no way and they can't understand like anybody else's train of thought. I don't agree with that. Like no one else could possibly possibly be right or possibly yeah. have certain things figured out yeah yeah uh what we're doing now is taking able-bodied kids and convincing them that they need to use the handicap the handicap ramp corolla says driving home the film's thesis about over victimization individualism is good except when you're acting like a snowflake of course <laughs> identity politics are bad Perhaps, but anyone not already listening to these guys will not be heeding this call either. It's pretty much saying like if you're not if if you're a fan of them, you'll go see this movie. If you're not, and you care won't. about it. Yeah, and if you're not listening to them. It's not going to convince you. It's not going. It's not four people in the middle yeah, it's not or four people on the other side to convince them. So right there, that tells me it's a failure as a documentary because I feel like a documentary should be kind of. It should explore um, impartial both or sides, neutral yeah. so that it, it lets the audience kind of decide. And I have an issue with a lot of filmmakers not letting the audience decide. I, I know that they have a specific vision in mind, but what they do is they shoehorn and they jam a lot of their, uh, their storyline or their, their point or their whatever. Key points, is if it's a documentary, down the audience's throat. And, and they don't tell them really, what to think and, yeah. and they spell everything out for them and they usually tell them repeatedly and they treat the audience like fucking retards. Yeah, and they don't really show you the other side. Like, okay, well, this this is this, the other side, so why don't you decide for yourself? It's more like, okay, this is the side and this is the right side. Yeah, and, show, and if you're not on show this side, you're, you're a fucking snowflake. Yeah, and please show evidence. God, I, 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 I don't give a fuck a lot about... I, opinions are interesting, Yeah, but... Evidence of what works and what backed. doesn't is much more valuable and important than opinion. What are yeah. you going to say? Um, I was just going to say, I honestly hate the the terms. What are they? What What are they? Progressives? What, who are these people? Like, what would you consider them? Uh, like, Prager and Kroller are uh, conservatives. Okay, so the conservative people. Yeah. I hate that they always are like, 
snowflakes, snowflakes, snowflakes. <laughs> yeah. Like, that right there, you guys, is what's fucking wrong with our system. Is we need to point fingers. Oh, you believe this? You're stupid, you're yeah. a libtard, and you're a fucking snowflake. Immediately invalidate just because... And it's like, whoa, whoa, because whoa. Because you believe like, in maybe why? like a social uh, network, like safety net. Yeah, but or, it's like, why do you have to come at it in such a, <clears throat> a distasteful like a way? It is hostile. It is. It's like, if someone came up to me and said, you're a snowflake, like, I can't do anything else but be offended. Because I'm like what so because my thought process deserves me to be called some stupid name you guys came up with because you don't agree with me why can't you yeah. just call me like an independent or oh i don't i don't agree with your thoughts uh, you lean more towards this party but i don't agree with your it's thoughts because like, they don't, don't just call me a snowflake or a libtard or all these stupid fucking names they come up with like you're progressive you're conservative you're liberal leave it at that like why do we got to make all these silly little names for each other it's so hostile yeah and then they wonder why none of the parties can come together is because we're all having this crazy like family dividedness they're pitting teams against each they other are. they're playing teams they want teams they want you to be on their team and if you're not on our team then fuck you but damn y'all should just be for the people yeah and do what the fuck and makes that's, sense that's hilarious <laughs> to me like in america where we're supposed to be like united and we're supposed to oh all, and we're so not united we're, we're supposed to we're supposed to vote for for the thing are the the values and everything um but yet where our values seem to be opposing like there seems to be two polar opposites and they use that to their advantage and and continue to drive a wedge between the differences instead of the stuff that unites us they want to play teams and that's right there the issue with political systems is that they want like a two-party system or even a, a parties in general and i don't believe in that i think we should eliminate all the parties and people should just be if we're going to continue this bullshit representative system then we should be voting based on the the ideas and the actionable yeah not some silly party yeah not the party we're not let's not play teams let's vote solely on the uh like the bills and their the values and what are we going to pass and stuff like that because we already see that stuff on we, we get a vote for some of that stuff on yeah. the ballot Not so all of it, but yeah, some of it. i don't really want someone representing me um i'd rather be voting on on the specific issues and the, the specific ideas that these people have not them i don't want the person themselves and i don't want all their platform coming with them and their fucking team coming with them mm -hmm. i just want like what's their good what's the good ideas they can bring to the table yeah i don't give a fuck about your team yeah can you play or not can you do the job can you can you implement this stuff is this a good idea or not let's just vote on that stuff i don't need a team yeah it's i need silly. you to do the the work do the tasks Right there, Implement. in a nutshell, what the United States is a contradictory, <laughs> like it's a contradiction. 
we're united, but yet we have multiple parties that we have that a we divided have to vote for. system, a yeah. system that divides us intentionally. It's like everything government related is very oh. contradictory. It really is. Like if you really like really, and we've had multiple conversations like this about how like it's very broken. It doesn't make sense. Like it needs an overhaul. There's a lot of things that need to be eliminated. But yeah, I mean, right there in a nutshell, just shows you how fucking like contradictory and divided we all are. Here is a... And we're not free. This is not the land of the free. We're very unfree. Here's a review um, on No Safe Spaces. This was on Twitter. Screenshot. From Donald Trump Jr. Oh, yeah. My friends Adam Carolla and Dennis Prager have an excellent new movie challenging political correctness. Coming out tomorrow in movie theaters nationwide. Go see it, unless, of course, you're an easily triggered snowflake. Oh, here we go. Right this is there. from the president's son. What a great example you're setting. And isn't he somehow involved? He's in oh, wait, fucking no, politics, too, because Trump gave all of his kids, like, fucking jobs, and they didn't have to work for them. They just got them handed I guess, to them. I don't know if... I don't think he's involved in politics right now. I can't remember. I anyway, irregardless... Um, I mean, right there. That's his. That's the audience for that's these guys. That's so hostile, right my, there. My my friends, Adam Carolla and Dennis Prager. Um, and Go then, see this movie. Yeah, if you don't like it, you're automatically fucking stupid, and you're a libtard, and you're a snowflake, yeah, and so you're he, easily triggered. He's name calling. Like you're um, an adult. You're yeah. a full grown ass adult. And like, it, why so if you're you not interested like in that? seeing it or interested in what the message then he's going to call you a name and and he's it's like why, why is he like set, why is he trying to like set like a, a plug this movie for them no. it's almost like because he's friends they with all them. have the same agenda or something yeah, no shocking so right there that that it's like oh okay i mean if like you can be friends with whoever you want but I I make judgments on people based on who they hang out with and and the opinions or the values that they have. So right there, that's telling me, well, I now I, I want nothing to do with Dennis Prager or Adam Carolla because he's in cahoots with Donald Trump Jr., who is related a, to Donald a, a Trump, pig. who's a liar and yeah. so they they're advocating they're they're advocating or. Um, putting their stamp of approval on lying and manipulation, which is what Trump is doing every single day mm-hmm. in office. And that, like, honestly, hearing this. So why would I want to go see a movie yeah. if you guys are all about lying and manipulation and you why guys support Trump? <laughs> why do I want to go see this movie where you guys are going to pretty much say it's okay to lie and manipulate? Yeah. And the, the whole twist agenda seems and... to be it's okay to, to lie and manipulate or to say whatever the fuck you want have whatever crazy beliefs you want and, and force them on other people like it doesn't even make me want to read the rest of, of adam carolla's book <laughs> like i'm almost finished with this one book but not the Daco bell material and then i have that other one i need to read but like this honestly like makes me not want to have anything to do with him even more than i already feel because right there just proves to me how closed-minded yeah. and and silly he is. Yeah. Like, so why do Immature. I want to spend my time reading what he has to say when he backs things like that? Yeah. When he backs someone Those who blatantly lies, who womanizes, who manipulates and exploits and is so fucking full of himself. 
why do I want anything to do with someone who wants to spend their time and energy on people like that? Yeah. Yeah. Because now everything he says to me means absolutely nothing. It means garbage to me. Yeah. Because I can't support people who can't use common sense like that. Like, yeah, okay, people lie. Well, it's weird. Everyone lies. It's weird he's using common sense in some areas, but not others. Yeah, it's just like, well, wait, how, how's your brain working that you yeah, don't distinguish that this is something you should be using common sense Common sense, sense should be, like, in the middle at all times, distinguishing uh, between the two. Yeah. And it seems as though like, his is on both sides. I get it. Nobody's perfect. Like, common sense shouldn't change, but yet his common sense applies to... When it's Sens- convenient. Sensible things yeah. and then non-sensible things. Yeah. But like like I was going to say. Non-sensible, like, insensible. I get that. Like nobody can be perfect. Everyone at some point has lied. <laughs> Everyone at some point has manipulated someone or exploited someone. But when you have like this person who continues to do it with no sense of wanting to change whatsoever because they think they're doing absolutely nothing wrong. Like, that's where I and, draw my line. And people like Prager or Corolla who rail and rant against other people and the stupidity of other people and the, the, lack, of, the lack of sense of other people, but yet they're doing this. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even really, I really don't think I'm going to finish those books. Here like, is, it's at the point where he's kind of disgusting me. <laughs> I, I wrote this on Twitter. Uh, I said Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla is a, a reply. I replied to Dennis Prager because this was on Dennis Prager's um, Twitter feed. Adam at Adam Carolla is a self-described non-racist, common sense, <laughs> pro-gay atheist. Sure. Yet is in bed with Bible humper Prager. Hypocrites get along by having the same agenda: manipulate to make money. And then I posted, here's two lines from two of uh, Adam Carolla's books. Uh, one of them says, uh, I don't have the, I have the two screenshots, but I, I don't have them like the blown up version. So mm. they're just like little, little pieces, yeah, little pieces of them. One of them, he said something like, I'm accused all the time of being a racist. And then the <laughs> next line is, because I am one. But he's a self-prescribed non-racist. Yeah. And that was one of the lines in the in his books that it's like, wait, right there. Is this a joke, bro? Are you right trying there. to be funny? Yeah, like are because like, he he's like denied being a racist a couple times in <laughs> his books. But now he's like, but then I am in a the, in his um, I think it was in his President Me book, he said something. I think that's the one he said it in. Was I get accused all the time of being a racist? Because I period, am. <laughs> because I am one or something like that. Because I am a racist. I was like, whoa, that's not funny in a book. Maybe maybe that would be funny on stage. Yeah, like if you delivered it a certain way and we could tell you were joking, (laughs) then okay. But I don't know what to think with this. I take it as like you're you're kind of confessing. He's probably all for all the old ass white men telling women they can't have (laughs) abortions or fucking be on birth control and shit. I don't know with him. But you, Adam. That's that's confusion of my own post is that he's he claims he's a non a self described non racist, but then calls himself racist at the same time, which is weird. Um, Is all about common sense. He he claims he's pro gay, doesn't care if people are gay or not, uh, Uh and he's atheist and stuff. 
but yet he's in bed with a Bible believer, Prager. Uh, the other screenshot I had was, he says in one of his other books, uh, your job is not to fool yourself, it's to fool other people. In regards to like your job or doing like your job or uh, performing well or something. Mm -hmm. I forget exactly. I, th I think he, that's where he shows his tax returns on the next page. So, again, that's like some manipulation stuff, which I don't really believe you need to manipulate yourself or manipulate other people in order to get to where you want to be. I think you have to learn specifically what you are doing wrong or what needs an adjustment in order to get where you need to be. You don't have to lie to yourself or, or fool other people or fool yourself to get to where you want to go. You actually have to, I think, do the... The opposite, opposite, which is be completely honest <laughs> and open and transparent with yourself about what you need to do and where you need to go, how to do it, what steps to take. And then when you know that, you can be confident in yourself mm -hmm. and then you can kind of sell yourself to other people because you have that confidence, you have that knowledge and expertise. So it's very creepy to me when people, whether he's joking or not, and I don't think he's joking in this context, that... People claim that you either have to fool yourself to achieve something or you have to fool others and sell other people like a version or a story in order to, to get what you want. It, it's just very like kind of evil to me. Yeah. And it seems like the, the worst way you can go about trying to <laughs> improve your life <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with that for sure. So I, I was uh, very questionable, uh, questioning that. Um, some more Corolla stuff. This is on Huffington Post. Um, Corolla said something about everyone can kiss my ass. I don't care. <laughs> Corolla said when asked about how he felt about criticism. He pointed out that unlike in the past, he does not work for a large media conglomerate. And so he did not feel that he had to bow down to advertising pressure in the face of such controversy. Mm. So again, he wants everyone to care about what he has to say. But he doesn't want to care about whatever he doesn't else has to say. care what everyone else is saying. Everyone else can kiss his ass. Yeah, me, so, me, me, me. Yeah, me. isn't more hypocrisy, more contradiction. You want everyone to follow you. And to listen to what you have to say. But then when you get it back, people are saying shit about you. Suddenly, everyone can kiss my ass. I don't care. Again, which is it? Yeah, Do the words have it? power or or are we being insensitive again? Um, what's next? Interesting. Uh, I think this is more of the same article. Uh, oh, I think this he was talking with... Um, uh gavin newsom before he, he was a uh, governor he was what do they call it vice governor mm, <laughs> or I, whatever yeah i don't know <laughs> the lieutenant governor like the second sounds kind of something like in that charge um we'll take a break soon we've been doing this for like two hours yeah, gotta use the restroom says uh, a lot of coffee <laughs> asians were put in internment camps are they at the the check cashing places why are these problems concentrated in the African-American community? Uh, Newsom responded, look at the history. It's naive to suggest that those things don't matter. 
How about the Jews? asked Corolla. No problems in the past? Who's had it worse? Why are the Jews doing well? Why do some groups do so much better? I'll tell you why. They have a family who puts an emphasis on education. So is he saying only Jewish families put emphasis on education and that's why Jew Jewish people do so well? Yeah, he's saying that like the family unit, they put an emphasis on education and being a family and that's why they've overcome uh, adversity more than uh, blacks have. Okay, but Hispanics put a lot of emphasis on family. Yeah. <laughs> they struggle. And, and he rails on Mexico a lot. He talks a lot of shit about Mexico in his books. Yeah, for someone who who in the book I'm I got almost all the way through had plenty of trips down to Tijuana and whatnot. He does seem <laughs> to rail on on them a lot. Is he Jewish? He's Italian. Oh. Why does he love the Jewish people so much? But he seems I think to he, hate African Americans. I think he identifies uh, unofficially as Jewish because he thinks that Italians are have a, like a similar kind of um, personality uh, or something okay. like that or similar like um i don't know like the uh, like way of huh. of looking at life or going through life or communicating yeah i mean i don't really have much to say on that i i don't agree with that statement because i i do feel like Hispanics put a lot of emphasis on their families. They have lots of, like, they have big families. They are very close-knit families. At least the majority of them are. Um, but they seem to be struggling just as much as African Americans. So, yeah. and I definitely have come across quite a few African Americans who are very into their families and very yeah. big family-oriented. Yeah, same here. So it seems like a weird, like, I don't know, blanket expression he's it using. It seems like an easy out thing. Like, yeah. He just wants to like point the finger. I like that he's challenging like a sitting official and he's he's okay. challenging the way that they're thinking uh, about things and processing things. Um, some more he says is... I definitely think all three or all four ethnicities have had really, really big, impactful, terrible things that have happened to their ethnicities um yeah. so it's weird to say that just like the jewish people are the only people who seem to come come out of it like better I don't well know. and then like my family um they didn't really push education it was like like this is super important and you need to do this and go to college and whatever but family was important like growing up we went to um we spent holidays uh with our relatives and uh, everything we did a lot of stuff as as family as a family unit yeah. uh but look at where i am today unit. <laughs> look at what i where i am today I'm, yeah. i have no contact with my family so it really i don't think that's a, a great point that he made yeah i mean i do applaud him for for kind of what did you say like arguing it or bringing yeah, up the yeah, issue or whatever yeah challenging it but it didn't it's kind of a, a very good backer yeah, kind of a new point. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, my my family very very important. We're we're family, blah blah blah. Uh, but if you don't do it in a healthy way and don't have like open communication, and you're not s striving to get better. Communication and, is key, people. Come and, on, uh, grow your knowledge and everything. Be open minded. Uh, you can't grow and you can't get better. Yeah. So that's why. 
like that's that's why my family uh, are where they're at, and they're all same old ways. Haven't changed Nothing's a fucking bit. With them, yeah. And I'm a completely different person than I was. I mean, even from like ten years, uh, wait, twelve, ten, twelve years, ten years since we met. Yeah, twelve years. Twelve years. Oh God, Jesus. <laughs> um, even compared to the person you were twelve years ago, yeah, you're you're not that person. Like nowhere near that person you were twelve years ago. But I bet you, if we like flew back home, went to your family's house. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, absolutely nothing has changed. That's why I was always creeped out and grossed out every time I would go, like, down to visit them. I would just feel like this place is... Never changes. Like, the the vibes here, their attitudes, the the stuff they say and talk about, the way they look, the... Everything... It's like they're not interested in progressing and becoming better. Yeah. So, that's the thing right there is, like... It's not a skin color thing, and it's not, like, an education thing. Um, hmm. Maybe maybe not, like, a institutional education thing, but it, it is, like, an open-minded thing, and uh, being an aware, awareness, and let's move on. I'm boring myself. Um, <laughs> said Adam Carolla to Gavin Newsom, what's wrong with blacks and Latinos? Yeah. That's not what I said to Gavin. Oh. He said, that's not what I said to Gavin Newsom. I didn't bring up blacks and Latinos. He brought up blacks and Latinos. Hmm? So... Hear my stomach growling? Holy <laughs> shit. Sounded like a freight train just passed. Here, I'm, I'm trying to... I, I knew that there was like a contradictory thing here. And that's why I... So... Because he did bring it up. He said that... So Adam did bring it up or Gavin brought it up. Let me... Uh, so it says Newsom was raised by Gavin Newsom was raised by his mother after his parents divorced. He criticized Corolla for simplifying the problem. I think it's a much more complex issue, Newsom said. Hmm. Um, and then he said, "Think about it, Adam. Half of African Americans in the state of California and roughly half of Latino families have no access to." A checking account or ATM. Mm, yeah. And then Corolla said, what's wrong with them? I I want to know why those two groups don't have access. Are they flawed? What? <laughs> Newsom quickly attempted to steer the conversation elsewhere. I don't want to have a, a sociological debate, he said. Um, and then uh, that quote I have uh, of Adam Corolla saying, that's not what I said to Gavin Newsom. I didn't bring up blacks and Latinos. He brought up blacks and Latinos. But the quote I just read you, Corolla literally bringing up blacks and Latinos. So now he's trying to twist it. So Sounds now like some Trump yeah, bullshit. Yeah, he's trying to like play it off and like oh, well, deflect it onto the it. other guy. Yeah, like you're the racist. You're the one who brought it up. Right there, like the, the ownership, owning your words. Um, that That's an ego thing. And I, I struggle with that. Like when we have arguments or... When I get into, like, if I disagree with someone, um, I have to kind of, uh, I have to kind of dead the the ego and push that aside and and really, like, own my words and, like, yeah, I said that or, yeah, I thought that I was wrong or I was confused or I was misinformed or, um, like in our arguments, maybe I speak too fast or I, I won't like yield on a position because my 
ego won't uh, allow me to do it. So there's all these like different things that we kind of allow to get on our way yeah. instead of just submitting and yielding and saying, stepping back I'm and saying, Hey, I'm wrong. Or, yeah, I'm, I'm wrong. Or maybe I'm wrong. Or, uh, my understanding at this point is this, um, and just kind of like allowing room to be wrong. I, I find it odd that some people refuse to ever admit that they're wrong yeah or come at it from a different point of view or say yeah maybe this is a little extreme um let's try a different uh like what about this instead yeah it's crazy that a lot of people don't think like that either and i think a lot of the people who don't think like that are the people who don't really do that like self um like reflecting yeah yes yeah. like self-reflecting kind you know? of assessing yourself and because i mean if you look at us like a couple of years ago like you would never admit you were wrong i would never admit i was wrong but we both know somewhere in between we were both wrong yeah so it is that whole thing like you gotta just who fucking cares about ego set that bullshit aside and say hey you know what you're right i'm wrong this is what i thought this is how i understood it um and I don't know if you've noticed, but I do have been, like, when we are having arguments, I do try to explain it to you. Like, okay, this is what I thought. This is how I took it. This is what I'm understanding. Or, yeah, okay, maybe I should have approached it this way or that way. And for some reason, it's like, people can't do that. It's hard for me, uh, like, to... Like, there's to nothing take it wrong as, with being wrong. Well, the feedback, I think, that gets... Uh, kind of scattered is I will I already lost my train of thought um, are you getting hangry no I'm just I don't remember what I was going to say it's okay I mean we can move on no I uh, I like, fuck I forget it's what okay. I was going to say I mean we were talking about admitting being wrong and setting the ego aside and like but like I was saying, like it is it is okay to be wrong. I think if more people could just like grow the fuck up and admit like they were wrong or they were confused or they misunderstood, like could you imagine how much better a lot of like conversations and situations would become if people were just stop trying to blame someone else or it's you, it's you, it's not me. Well, realizing I, what I was going to try to say is like realizing that what you're saying isn't being perceived the way that you see it in your head so if we're in a conflict and conflict and it's like you're not understanding what i'm trying to say instead of just ending it and kind of saying well she doesn't get it and put a period on it yeah um and just kind of label you as wrong she doesn't get it why don't I stop trying to project onto you and flip it back on me and challenge myself with how can I reword this? How can I help communicate a little more clearly to help them understand what's in my head or my, my perspective on this and why I have it and be able to explain yourself? I think... Um... And I think he, he has a habit of... I don't think he... Uh, I think he kind of does that too where he just kind of labels you as... Well, you're dumb and, and stupid and wrong and doesn't really try to 
come at it from another point of view or at least end it with reframe yeah and <laughs> end it with well maybe we're both a little bit right maybe we're both a little bit wrong but let's just move on and we do that too sometimes we might kind of apologize but it it's almost like more important to just kind of move on at a certain point and just get back to normal and yeah i might joke with you about like uh, thanks for apologizing and accepting uh, that you were 100% wrong <laughs> and for admitting that you were 100% wrong and that I was right. And you kind of joke about it or yeah. find a way to, to move past yeah, it. Yeah, move past it. I mean, life But to not short. just like, not to just be the, like put an ultimatum in there and, yeah. and be this like judge and to sentence Ashley away because she's wrong and i i'm right and i have it all figured out yeah, it's like it's well perfect. i could be i could be wrong too yeah so but people don't i mean people just people don't want to admit that they're wrong nobody yeah, ever wants to admit that they're wrong like, well, and that's crazy let's not make Everyone it about who's mistakes, right and wrong yeah. let's try to come to an understanding and because and move on. clearly you're not understanding me in those times of my frustration or i'm not understanding you in the, the frustration and, I think um, a lot of it is wiring and the way like we were raised and the situations that we've been put into and like our def like our defense mechanisms and um, so just really learning how to I think I think we both have really learned how to kind of like pause and like like recognize those things like okay well I want to blame him for everything but okay wait what did I do why why is he acting this way what's my role in this yeah, situation yeah what was my role how did i affect this and and people are so quick to just write off yeah it's the other person maybe i don't have i'm a, perfect no i didn't do anything yeah. but that that's really not that's how the it ego is. thing is yeah. like how dare you question that i don't have this a hundred percent figured out and that's what aubrey yeah. marcus talks about a lot it's like how dare you that's the ego how dare you like why would you say that about me and, or, and i think people also and I'm definitely guilty of this. Um, I want to resolve it right away. Instead yeah. of taking the time, like it's okay to step back and say, listen, Dave, I need a moment. I need to step back. I need to reflect. Um, granted, we haven't actually like, I haven't actually done it or I kind of have without really saying it. And I just kind of say like, oh, I just want to give you your space. I want to give you your time. Um, but like, it's okay to step back and say, okay, we got to come back to this. Like I need a timeout. I need to get my shit together so that I can approach this in the most effective, best possible way. And I think that's something that we're kind of slowly learning to do. Like we've, we've mastered it in certain ways. Um, but I think people are just so quick cause everyone, you, you just get so riled up so fast and you just yeah. want to like, yeah. Go at it right now. You or know, even like, like right, trying right, to right. resolve it right away. Yeah. Like too, you're trying to resolve it too soon. You're just trying to move on too soon. Yeah. And you're almost discounting the other person's uh, investment in this situation too. Where you're just like, well, okay, okay, okay. But let's just move on. Yeah. And maybe they have more to, to add. Say, or maybe they yeah. need to resolve it in a different way. Um, so to even, like rush it or push a resolution. Communication. Yeah, it's all about it, communication. Yeah. It's all about like knowing to admit when you're wrong and that's okay. And then just being able to grow and move on from it 
and not even admitting when you're wrong but admitting to, like, you're, you're unsure too, yeah. of if like of, of i mean explain why you're frustrated and and reword it and i think it's interesting to me i think people can do it really easily in their heads like it's oh yeah i'll just set my ego aside and yeah it's, but it's easier to, to say actually than put do. it into action <laughs> is difficult um i find myself like in the middle of an argument or situation where you are like consciously like maybe i should do this at this point and um call this thing out call myself out or something ad- uh, admit that i'm unsure or maybe i made a mistake um but in the moment it's very difficult because your yeah. mind gets loud with the, the you're the, offended the fight or How flight yeah and so you want to fight back you want to like or or shut down for some people um, i think i'm more of a shutdowner i think you're more of a fight a fighter and yeah. i'm more of like a flighter and that's the quick resolution for yeah. you is like let's just stop let's just let's just stop get remove back. myself from yeah. the situation well let's just be better again yeah instead of like no 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 well we have to resolve it in my way or you want to resolve it in your way and so again, like the the differences in doing things and processing things and implementing, executing things are starkly, drastically different for a yeah. lot of people. But so, shouldn't always point and blame the other person, like how Corolla did. Well, I didn't say that. He brought it up. So he <laughs> yeah. automatically, one, he just got caught in a lie. Yeah. Um, and two, he couldn't take that step back and be like, okay, yeah, you're right. I brought it up. Like, let's move on. You know, because he doesn't want to admit he's wrong because he's so fucking full of himself. And he's one of those people who is my way or the highway kind of people. That's how he comes off. Yeah. Is it's everyone else, not me. Those type of people don't give me the impression that they're actually honestly, legitimately trying to help and aren't honestly, legitimately caring about your situation um it just seems like it it's all about if if they're right and what they want yeah. and yeah it's crazy i'm out um i need a break uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, you need, <laughs> i'm okay. out talked you're out talked i got right. i need a stretch and you need to shake our some liquids and shock our chakras shook our chakras <laughs> so we're gonna take a break take a break brb <laughs> actually I'm going to amend that decision, but I think um, I still have a lot of news stories left. I finished mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, let's, I'm going to push all the news stories to our next uh, full episode. So uh, I'll just end the, uh, the news headlines now yeah. since this was such a long episode and push the, uh, the rest to the next episode, if you know uh, what I mean. Yeah. Dr. Oh, Dre reference. Uh, yeah, we got yeah, a lot of yeah, stuff to talk yeah. about for that. Um, but this is the end of the uh, the news headline show. Part two news headline show ending on Christmas. Yes, Thank you for Christmas. listening, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone. And we'll catch you on the next episode. We just took uh, our, our break, so our we're gonna break. yeah. We got our we we cooked uh, uh, your tostadas, mm-hmm. and you showered, and we made coffee. We have warm, hot, fresh coffee. Coffee, Delicious it's amazing. French yummy. pressed coffee oh, right now. Yum. Um, Kind of cleaned up the kitchen a little bit, stretched. Mm-hmm. We did laundry. We did a lot of stuff on our break. We did. We really did um, do a lot of stuff on our break. But we're going to decided for time reasons, we're going to split this off and, and yeah. make a, 
push everything to the next thing. Oh God, yes. Okay. We got uh, this. I, I have said too much. Let's We've go. Said, yes. Goodbye, guys. Thank you for listening. Flashing through the snow in a one-off open sleigh. Over the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells and bottles ring, making spirits bright. Oh, what fun it is to sing the sleighing song at night. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to end in a one-off open sleigh. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to end in a one-off open sleigh. Oh, I'm fine, it is to sing a slayer's song to